views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, super, super welcome. Want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show, Transformation Talk Radio, the Transformation Network. And I want to welcome you to life. That's all I want to do. Oh, my gosh. I'm being attacked, Benny. It's Bye. an attack. What, the, what, what today? The dust mites on my uh, screen. Little buggers. <laughs> little buggers. Tell them to run away. Go find a new home. Lordy, lordy, <laughs> lordy, what is going on? Lordy, lordy, Miss Marty. Oh, my goodness. Well, it just goes to show you that we're kicking up a we're, we're kicking up the dust at the uh, at the old offices these <laughs> days. Great to see you, Mister B. You too. Welcome back to the studios. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, a lot going back. on the last couple of weeks. Do you think last couple of months? Yeah. Well, that's true. But Uh-oh. you've you've made a couple stop ins since. I then. did make a couple, mm-hmm. and I'm stopping in right now. Uh, glad to see that uh, you're you're still in your old softball form. Yes. I'm healing up quite nicely. My finger is back to normal flesh color <laughs> as opposed to purple, which is always a good thing. Oh my it's gosh. not damaged under it's further. It's not. It's not. So I'll be able to play some more. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of interesting. Uh, you know, life is good. Life is good. Uh, and as we like to say, all is well. Uh, and, you know, I get to have like really cool conversations with people that have not only just taken you know, their passion and purpose out into the world, you know, but people that are willing to step out on a limb. And, you know, and what I mean by that is step out on a whim and, you know, being able to share their their personal stories, their lives, their journeys, so that all of us don't have to step in the same pothole. That's the idea. We don't want to step in that same pothole. And, you know, I wish I would have wish I would have had this book like about uh, six years ago. That would have been really helpful for me Uh, because, you know, part of the the journey and part of the conversation is how do we deal with the relationships in our lives? How do we also, you know, look at our lives and think about, you know, what is this going to be like? You know, are we ever going to find love? As a matter of fact, I guess I was talking to I was at the front desk and I was chit chatting with my buddy out there. Diana. Yeah. My buddy. I would assume. I wasn't there. Exactly. But I, she's pretty much the only one that mittens the and We were kind of talking. We were just like, oh, man, you know, remember when you came down with that, that thing that you came down with? And what do you think was underneath it? And then we Googled it. Mm-hmm. And she went to Louise Hayes' website. And she said, oh, it's a love thing. Oh. Dang. I want to be done with that. Well, that's why I'm having the show today. That's why we're going to talk about it today. Yep. You ready, everybody? The lime. I love the way oh, I almost thought you were saying the lime and the I coconut. Gonna, I was just no. going to say 
eat a lime in a coconut. Lime without the coconut. The lime green plastic covered couch. Yeah. OMG, did that take me back to my childhood? Any of you ever know what it was like growing up in the in the fifties in an Italian family? Everything was covered with plastic. That's what I was. <laughs> it probably still is today. Do you think it is? I don't know. Some 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 homes are. Oh my gosh! I don't know who they are per se, but I do remember. I've been traumatized by that. Well, I, actually, if I get a new piece of furniture and it comes in and it's covered with plastic, I'm like, take the plastic off! Hurry! I think a lot off. of people have like those formal rooms with like white carpet. In the couches that only good company can sit on with, not like friends of the, you know, when they come over from like, you know, kids, kids, friends. Do we know anybody? Like, do you actually? We had a formal room when I was growing up in high school. We used it occasionally. Did you really? Yeah. Then the cat started getting all up in there. So then we're like, all right, it's no longer a formal room. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Love, love, love. You know, this is why I love doing this show. It brings up stuff in your life, and you think about it, and you step back, and you think, oh, man, I think I was done with that. But what is it about love? What is it about, you know, I was talking with someone the other day, and they said love, oh, bittersweet. Well, they didn't talk to Marion Baker, that's for sure. Uh, But here we get to chat with Marion about a lot of different things, but definitely going to chat with her about this book. For those of you watching on the webcam, and we now know that, like, there are a lot of you that do that. Um, thank you for doing it. The lime green plastic covered couch, insight for women who struggle to find lasting love. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I looked at that cover. I got traumatized. I was like, oh boy, there we go. I'm going to, I'm going to chat about this with her. Uh, thanks to Marion. We get to talk about what this really means. Registered therapeutic, transpersonal psychology counselor. She's been struggling through years of internet dating. Oh, do we have to talk? She's on her dating wit's end. How many profiles, I wonder, has she written and rewritten? I wonder if we can compare notes. Uh, Tired of packing up her last remnants of dignity to leave yet another failed relationship that only months ago was to be the one. I get it. Epic fail. That's what we like to call it. So what, what is the secret? What was the secret to lasting relationships? You know, what is it about her that she discovered him? And I, I got to ask her, what is up with having to discover this like in the midlife? She had a change happen. Things shifted in her life. She's now happily married. And she decided, I'm going to share this. I'm going to talk to people about it. That's what today's show is about for all of us, all of you. Those of you that have been calling into the show here, for the last month, asking about your relationships, been asked. I know you have. You've been asking psychics about it. You've been asking other people about it. Hello. That's why we got Marion joining us. Marion, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. What a great lead in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Should I stop writing and rewriting my uh, online um, profile? You think I should just. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. Oh, my God. It doesn't matter what I write. It's just like. This is what, you know, I'm not alone in this. No matter what you write, you always feel like you haven't done a good job. Is that just uh, systemic of what's going on in the world now? Did you find that? Uh, Tell me. Share a few of your secrets before (laughs) we jump into the book. Uh, Actually, what I found was that the more, like, as I was um, online dating, I was actually doing a process of self-discovery. So, the more I was in my process, the more I discovered about myself, the more I wanted to share. So every time that I would discover something new, I would actually change my profile, um, not only because, you know, I wanted to share who I was, but I knew 
that the more that I could share who I was, my values, what was important to me, the more that some that that one guy that matched me would actually go, aha. You know, is it an energetic thing, you know, especially with how we look at ourselves and how we talk about ourselves? Um, and, you know, the reason I, I want to kind of kick this off, you cover a lot of things in the book, by the way. Um, you know, everything from from sympathy, sympathy being bad for your health, you know, to talking, <laughs> talking about my, one of my favorite segments, Pollyanna and Hitler. <laughs> Just like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I in case they, yeah, in case they haven't told you, uh, I do read the books. But I have actually been called Patty Pollyanna. And so, oh. yeah, so, you know, what is it that stops us, if you, if you could share, stops us from actually being authentic, especially when it comes in relationships? Well, mostly what I found about myself and about other women is we don't know ourselves. Like, we haven't really, like, women, women are sort of programmed when they're born. Like, it comes with the estrogen, it comes with giving babies, that we are to be the nurturers of the society and to be the mind readers, because how can, you know, a newborn baby communicate its needs? You have to kind of be able to be intuitive and figure out what its needs are. And so we're naturally programmed that way. And when you've got newborns, you've got a family to take care of, you come last. And so women aren't programmed to sit down and consider what their needs are and what their values are and what's important to them. And, and, you know, how do I, you know, how do I match Mm -hmm. somebody? So um, I think that's the most important thing to do first is that self-discovery. You know, one of the things I love about the book, just one, by the way, uh, uh, There are several. I'm going to tell you what they are. (laughs) One of the things I love about the book is, you know, the conversation that we get you and I get to have about how how this is also part of a spiritual journey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Hear the way she said. Yeah. You're like, yeah, Uh, because that's the way I feel. You know, it's the same thing. Spiritual journey. The other part of it that I that I really love is is how you have come up with these little sub sub chapter titles that grab your attention. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't put the book down. You know, oh, it was, good. yeah, it was yeah. kind of like, wait a minute. All right. Well, I was just going to read, I was going to be, I read everybody's book. I was just going to go, oh, wait a minute. I want to read that. Then I get to the part about the lizard brain and I'm like, ugh, <laughs> there. But then, my I, favorite. then I get to the part, which I want to ask you about, and we can talk about it when we come back from break. You, you say okay. this about the, uh, do you call it, I call it the loveometer. Um, you probably call yeah. it the loveometer. I don't know. But here's what, it, here's what you say. You say the level of emotional maturity with which you relate to relationships is the one you learned in your family and your culture. And I got to that point in the book and I said, oh, my God, I am fill in the blank. Because, you know, this is something we don't connect the dots with, do we, Marianne? When we come back from break, I want to talk about, you know, what you discovered about that and what kinds of things we should be aware of that might give us insight to creating the kind of change you created in your life. Wow. Marion Baker joining me here today. It's a fabulous book, everybody. I, and if you get a, we're actually going to give copies of the book away, you know, but once you get to it, you're going to see why I was so fascinated with how she calls things, these subchapter titles, these chapter titles. It's just fascinating to me, and it gets you right you know where, right in the gut, because you know you're kissing the toad. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellnessone.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellnessone.net. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Pat. I know you've heard my friend and colleague, John G. Sutton, on my show. Well, guess what? He is now going to be a regular each month. I know many of you have experienced John live on air and how absolutely incredibly accurate he has been. So guess what? He's going to be joining us every month. For those of you that want to find out more about John and schedule your amazing session, go to psychicworld.net. Don't forget to stay tuned and tune in for John G. Sutton on the Dr. Pat Show every month. Tired of traditional talk? People pontificating about this or that, the left or the right. Sometimes the truth is just all lost in the noise. Tune in each week to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher on TransformationTalkRadio.com, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, as nationally known guests talk about what's important to you, your life, your concerns, and your success. Tune in and turn on to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher. Visit ChuckGallagher.com for more information. Always inspiring and uplifting, Brenda Thine spreads love and light wherever she goes, enlightening, empowering and encouraging readings, Brenda connects with your guides, angels, fairies, and loved ones who have crossed over to provide you with the highest guidance possible to enable you to live your highest truth and maximize your potential. Always light-filled, a session with Brenda will have you feeling wonderful, centered, and ready to take on anything. Schedule your session now at brendathine.com. That's brenda, T-H-Y-N-E.com. Call the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Pat-Show.com for listening times in your area. Welcome to Smile Big, nominee of Seattle's Top Dentist Awards. Here at Smile Big, we offer restorative, cosmetic, and preventative dentistry. Some of our regular dental services include tooth-colored fillings, crowns, bridges, implants, bleaching, cosmetic bonding, and complete smile restoration. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdener won't be smiling until you are smiling. Call now to schedule a visit with Seattle's Top Dentists. Our number is 425-454-4040. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com. Can we get lucky here, Benny? Benny's already lucky. (laughs) Can I hear a lucky for Dr. (laughs) Pat here? (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I'm so glad. I'm so glad I'm talking to Marion. Marion Baker. Uh, The book is fabulous. And by the way, we've got copies of the books to be given away. we got three of them. So I think, Benny, we got to get to it. Um, Let's give our first copy of the book away to our first caller, 1-800-930-2819. The Lime Green Plastic Covered Couch, Insight for Women Who Struggle to Find Lasting Love. Come on, you know who you are. 
And if you don't want to admit it, the first point of admitting it is to call into the show, get your copy of the book, because you're going to get some relief here. 1-800-930-2819. Also, I want to just tell everybody, you can go to the Lime Green Plastic Covered Couch.com. And when you get there, just go ahead. And there's a lot that uh, Marianne's offering everyone. And I love what you've put together, by the way. Because if you're going to take on a topic like this, Marianne, I'm just telling you right now, if you're going to take on a, a topic like this, then you have to do it the way that you're doing it. And that's by giving people some tools. Because yeah. there, there ain't anything that I've ever been able to do around love that I could do by myself. As a matter of fact, that is a nightmare waiting to happen. Uh, so I wanted to talk with you a little bit about this thing I mentioned before the break. I, perhaps it's a good place to start. Did you discover that whole idea about relationships from your own family experience? How did that, you know, tend to end up right at the beginning of the book? Well, it was something that I studied in my counseling program because our family of origin and what we learn in our family, like we learn so many unconscious messages that you cannot even believe it. Like, you know, everybody could have had that moment when their mom just goes and clears their throat. And everybody knows exactly what that means, exactly what that means. And so, you know, there's these things that you learn in your family that you grow up with and you have no idea, like no idea. So, yeah, I had to go back and, and, um, and you know what, I had a conversation with my mom the other day because I've ruffled a few feathers in my family about this book and I, I thought I might. But I was talking to my sister and my sister really didn't have a lot good to say about it and... Afterward, I was talking to my mom, and, and I told her that, and she said, well, I don't know why you don't expect to be criticized by your family. Like, what a message, hey? And I said, well, you know, Mom, I don't know why I couldn't expect to be supported by my family. Hmm. Hmm. And that that was one of the things that I had to learn. Shocking. Like, yeah, it was, hmm. and it, it blew my mind, because I I just went through life not expecting support. Mm-hmm. And w- when that light bulb went on, I was like, oh... Well, yeah, I, know I could actually have a life where people encourage me and support me, and and my family culture isn't like that. And I'm not blaming my family; like they grew up that way, and their surroundings were that way, and they're blind to it as well. So I'm just going in, going back, and saying, "Well, how about support <laughs> instead right. of criticism?" And they all go, "What? What are you talking about?" Yeah, I mean, the, did they say to you, "How do we do that?" Uh, I, I mean, no. I, uh, <laughs> that, because that would have been supportive, right? <laughs> that question would have been like a supportive question. You know, okay, so you probably got the answer I got for most of my life. You know, honey, life is tough. You better just learn how to suck it up, girl. That's right. Pull up yeah. those big girl panties. You better and get put them on, way, honey. Yep, yeah. yep. You better put them on because life yeah. is. You're gonna get. You're gonna get dealt a bunch of uh, things in life, and you better mm-hmm. know how to handle. You know, part of that I'm grateful for. Uh, The part that I'm not grateful about when it comes to that is what we've had to learn. And that has to do with how we relate relate to other people. Um, If you don't know how to relate, then you're not going to relate. And if you can't relate in an average everyday relationship with someone that you don't love, I got to ask you, Marion, how the heck do we do it when we finally hit our stride and believe we are in love? Wow. So when, so just to, so I know that you're asking, you're wondering about how, like, if if we're in love, 
Yeah. How do we know it for sure? Doesn't it get uglier? When, you know, if we are, if we don't know how to deal with the regular average everyday relationships in our lives, right? Oh. And then we jump into the love nest. Yeah. Some people think, <laughs> well, you, you've heard yeah, this, I mean, right? You've heard people say, oh my God, it's going to get better when I'm in love. I'm going to learn, yeah. I'm going to learn how to, I'm going to learn how to relate when I'm in relationship. How, yeah. how does that, does that work? Well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, where I started was actually learning to um, work in the easier areas of my life, like with, with my supportive friends and with my, you know, people in my life that I knew I could count on. And like, as, as I was going through my counseling course, I suddenly, you know, at the end of this three years, I suddenly had 20 of my best friends that were counselors. So that's where I started to learn to do things differently and to expose myself and to be more vulnerable and, and get that kind of support until I could kind of cut my teeth there. And then um, it expanded to my family and to my love relationships. And, and, I'm, and I, do I believe you have to be in relationship to be able to practice? Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't, have, it doesn't have to be that close. You can start to cut your teeth on the, on the e- bit of the easier ones. And if you're already in one and, you know, you know I would say get some support because there's no way that you're going to be able to keep doing what you're doing if it's not working mm-hmm. without some support. You know, you talk about many, many things in the book and not just in the book. I want to congratulate you and how you've taken this message out uh, to the masses, out into a larger audience. And for those of you out there, if you'd like a copy of this fabulous book, 1-800-930-2819, give us a shout. Um, You know, there's so many things to chat with you about. It's going to be interesting to see what actually shows up, shows up for me in (laughs) chatting with you. Um, We have seen in our culture so often and you have so brilliantly talked about it in the book, the damsel in distress. I mean, mm-hmm. isn't that one of the most popular terms we have to express how women are, are showing up in life with a partner or an ex that had done them wrong? Why has this become such, you know, a topic in the forefront? And why do we know so little about it? Well, it brings up the visual of the woman with the, her wrist, the back of her wrist planted firmly on her forehead, you know, Scarlett mm-hmm. O'Hara, the damsel in distress. Well, I mean, that's, that's another cultural thing. Like, again, with the, the messages that we grow up with in our families and in our culture, our culture ha- is, um, has this message of blame. You know, it, it can't be our fault. It's got to be the fault of theirs, and I'm the victim to their issues. And so that's what I'm hoping to start to turn around in the book so that women can see that, I mean, Dr. Phil says it beautifully, there are no victims, just participants. Mm. So each relationship has its own dynamic and each partner has its own effect in the dynamic. And so once you start to learn that, you get to see your part and you get to see their part and you get to have more empathy for both parts because it's like, okay, so... You know, they're, maybe they didn't do me wrong. Maybe they were just doing the best they could. And, you know, we, we learn or people learn how to treat us because we teach them. So, you know, if, say somebody does say, like just the other, when I was saying, you know, my mom says, well, why shouldn't you, you know, feel, criti- why shouldn't you expect to feel criticized by your family? I could have said, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I guess I should expect that. Mm. But I didn't. I taught, I taught her, no, I want something different. Well, why shouldn't I learn to be supported instead? So, like, every time that you respond to something that can be a bit, like, my mom used to walk into a room and go, and the first thing she would do is, is 
like she she was always on the offense, you know, say something critical, and because that's what she learned. And so I started to say, "Wow, it's really nice to see you too, Mom." Mm. You know, and so she would understand that I thought that's not the kind of relationship that I want. So you know, there, yeah, guy, you know, people, we all are critical. Like, let's not kid ourselves. Like, when have you never ever said something critical to somebody in your life? But if they go, oh, yeah, okay, that's, you're right, and that's okay with me, they're not going to say anything about it, or they're not going to offer a new perspective. So the more that you can offer a new perspective based on what you want, the more that your relationships will change, and that's where the power lives with you. If it's always their fault, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. You know, part of this, and this is what I love, what you talk about, Marianne. I mean, it's just really kind of cool. I get to chat with you about this today. Um uh, one of the things that I love is how you you you've in a kind of fun way, really talk about some of the self-defeating, uh, you know, uh, patterns or themes we have in our lives. Uh, and, you know, what's interesting is someone said to me actually a couple of days ago, they said, let me remind you of the definition of insanity. And the, the, <laughs> and the reminder was, you know, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting mm-hmm. different results. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I have been one of those people that does that in relationships. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, let's talk about this. Do we have the Pollyanna syndrome? Do we have the idea where we truly do expect the best of people? And even after seeing what actually shows up, we still expect them to be different Absolutely. as opposed to the peeps are going to be who the peeps are. Right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> And that's where I was so caught up. Like, I was so caught up in this fantasy because, you know, we're programmed as little girls. You know, you'd read a Disney book and, you know, the princess and the prince lived happily ever after. And Hollywood is, like, all over that. You know, you see a couple struggling for a couple of hours in a movie to get together. And finally, at the end, they wrap it all up with a big red bow and, you know, they're happily ever after. And it's like... and. People don't want to see that marriage or a relationship is just a circum- different circumstance with its own set of problems. And so, you know, we see our mate or our prospective mate as this perfect person, which is a lovely period. I mean, it's, it's great to have that at the beginning of your relationship. And I think it's actually necessary to be able to actually be a couple that way. But then after that, as you're learning, actually learning about who this person really is, you need to be able to understand that. They are a three-dimensional person. They're not Prince Charming. There's going to be things about them that you don't like. You have to pick the problems you can live with. You know, it's really fascinating. I, I was uh, reading the book, you know, and also I've been watching the, the TV uh, show called The Voice, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the yeah. singing thing. And this yeah. year they've got Gwen Stefani on it, right? And I was love so fa- – I love her too. I, I was so fascinated by her fascination of how somebody looks and how cute they are. And, you know, the three guys sitting on the panel do not know what to do with her, really. If you watch the show, they're, they're just like, who is this woman, right? Because everybody turns their chair around. All the three of the guys are like, how great are you? You know, you're, she's like, oh, you're cute. You're really hot. Oh, I'm going to make a fashion design change with you. And, 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 and so the other three guys are like, are you going to talk about their voice? And she's like, no. No. And so it's interesting to see that and and how we are so quick to really trying to figure out what you say in the book. Does the Prince Charming suit fit? Right. Does it fit? How do we get to that? And then I want to ask you, Marion, when we come back from break, 
what do we need to do? What do we, how can we look at really the truth of our own inner voice so we know whether to hold them or fold them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the show, The Lime Green Plastic Covered Couch, Insight for Women Who Struggle to Find Lasting Love. We'd love to give you a copy of the book, 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back. Get sophisticated with David and Philip Zarza. David and Philip touch on topics such as human potential, spirituality, pop culture, and purposeful living. Experience an insightful reading from David on what the universe has in store for you. Or reconnect with a departed loved one. Philip can look into an issue or anything else you may be dealing with. Go to GetSophisticated.com. That's S-O-P-H-I-S-T-I-G-A-Y-T-E-D.com. Or call 206-420-8660. Wondering? how to make more confident strategy for retirement? Do you know that there are potentially more than 12 things to consider when planning for or approaching retirement? Then stop wondering and attend the retirement seminar hosted by Jeff Pakman, financial advisor with Pakman, Brown & Associates, a financial advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated in Bellevue, Washington. Call 425-372-4813 for a formal invitation to the next seminar on November 5th from 6.30 to 8 p.m. Light hors d'oeuvres and beverages will be provided. This is an informational event. There is no cost or obligation. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you're ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com. Or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-MIND. Get insider knowledge about everything that is going on at Transformation Talk Radio. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com and enter your email to receive our newsletter. Stay updated on new hosts, inspiring guests, and good news articles from around the world. We look forward to having you join our community. Would you like to be a question with anything that comes up in your body or mind? Would you like to become totally aware and begin to function as the conscious being you truly are? Join Access Certified Facilitator Glenna Rice every month for a live teleclass where you can ask all of your questions and learn to create change in any aspect of your life. Visit GlennaRice.com today to learn more and don't miss the next call. Join the questionable conversation today at GlennaRice.com.
The lights are on and no one's home. Your mind is not your own. I have to tell you, Mr. Benny, that is, uh, I believe it's Robert Palmer, right? Yep. Uh, Addicted to Love. Yep. One of the most, to this day, groundbreaking videos on the planet. Iconic. Iconic. Oh, you you can never forget it. You can never forget it. And you know what? For those of you that want to see it, just go Google it, and you'll see what the video is. Iconic. Iconic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, The lights are on, but nobody's home. Hello? Isn't that the story of relationships? I don't know. Marianne Baker joining us here today. The Lime Green Plastic Covered Couch. Great book. Uh, Marianne really breaks this down in terms and language that you and I as women can understand. So we don't have to go through a whole lot of diagnosis about, you know, she just gets right down dirty with this conversation. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's about talking about real scenarios that show up in our lives as women, whether it's the damsel in distress, whether or not your your love meter is working or not working, or whether or not you find yourself in a place where you've got to draw the line in the sandcastle, as she calls it. Marion, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. I love this book because you really don't waste a lot of time and a lot of our energy about getting to the meat of the matter, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's go deep or go home for me. Well, that's what I said. And, you know, we talked about, you know, a couple of things in the first segment, but, but I also want to get back to something that we chatted about earlier. And I mm-hmm. think it does lead to how do you know when to hold them or how do you know when to fold them? Mm-hmm. So, you know, part of this is looking at, you know, what we what we do, what we say, how we get through the, you know, the honeymoon period. And, you know, what is it that gives us insight into the decisions we make in relationships? I'd love for you to chat about that. Yeah, I've got a chapter in my book where I talk about the list. Like, you know, the list that every woman has, you know, I want them to have Gucci shoes and I want them to live in a penthouse and I want them to drive a red sports car and I want them to make be funny and make me laugh and be a leader in this field. And you know that list? Yes. Like, like every and all the, the um, you know, law of attraction gurus are, are um, saying, yeah, make your list. And da, da, da. it's like, I say, rip up the list, throw it away, burn it. My list is different, and it's going to be all about you, not about them. And so if you actually want some real insight into whether, um, you know, this man is for you, the only way that you can know is about how you feel about it. So, like, it's like say, for example, you're on a first date. I would, t- I would put that list firmly in my pocket, the list in the book, because yeah. it's, it's the, the questions it asks are, how do I feel when I'm with this guy? You know, do I feel like moving closer? Do I feel like moving further away? Do I, when I share something about myself, how do I feel about how he responds? And if I share something that feels a little vulnerable, how do I share about, you know, how do I feel about how he responds? And then say you do feel like, you know, moving forward and having a few more dates, you know, then you get to the questions like, do I feel respected by this man? A little while down the road, do I feel like this person has my best interests at heart? Mm. And, you know, the only way that you can do that is to get to know yourself and to get to know them. And I I bet you that list will give you way more success than any other Gucci shoes list that you could possibly put together. You know, I love what you're talking about. I want to explore this a little bit more with you um, because uh, I I don't know about you or what your journey was like. And, you know, I certainly love your picture on your website. I mean, isn't that the (laughs) essence of happiness? Happy, happy, happy people. (laughs) I love it. 
Um, but here, here's the question. Sometimes we get a, let's just call it a hit. You can call it intuition, whatever you like. And mm-hmm. we go on that first date. And yeah, there's the nervousness of the first date thing, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's this other energy. There's an energy that can either be one of joy and comfort or one of feeling like you're walking on eggshells. Yeah. And yet we try to convince convince ourselves, right, the eggshell thing will go away. I'm not so convinced. I would like yeah. to talk to you about that. And then what do you do if the eggshell thing continues, right? These are things that I know you talk about. You talk about them differently in the book, though. Yeah. I mean, how I address that actually is about with the level meter that you were talking about yeah. earlier. And um, like, well, it goes back again to your family of origin. So say you, say you are a level meter. You are this meter that goes to 100. And when you, the way that your family loved, the, the ability that it had to love, say they loved to the degree of you know, 50 out of 100. So you, your level meter, that's what you learned in your family. So you will, your level meter will be filled up to 50. So as you go, and, you know, maybe there was a, you had a good influence in your life, like a good teacher or somebody else that influenced you well, that might not you up, up a bit, you know, to 55 or 60. So what's going to happen is as you go around in the world, who you're going to meet are the guys that match your love, your love meter. Mm-hmm. So these guys are going to match you. And so it's, you know, it, I, I talk about it in, you know, by ha- saying right. by having matching luggage. Right. Like you have matching luggage to this guy. And when I tell women that, like when I first heard that, I was like, there is no way that's true. Like, I'm so much more mature than this guy. I, you know, I don't behave like him. Mm-hmm. And it's not about behavior because, like, believe me, some guy's behavior that I was dating was, that when I was dating was like, uh, I was like, I would never behave like that. But it's not about behavior. It's <laughs> like, why, if he's behaving badly, why do I not respect myself enough to to not step out of a relationship? Or why do I not respect myself to ask for something different? You know, that's where the, the other part of the other half of the love meter is filled with all this gooey, sticky, needy stuff. That, that, and that's where we have to explore. You know, a part of this is really having enough uh, faith. And I want to talk about this for, for a quick minute. And yeah. I, I mean faith, belief, strength of our conviction yeah. kind of faith, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, the belief that there is a higher power and that, you know, whatever you believe in from a spiritual point of view would not set you on a path to settle. Yeah. And, and, and part of that is, uh, and I think you talk about it in the book, is knowing yourself, loving yourself and respecting yourself enough to say, mm-hmm. you know what, this is not really a good fit for me. You know, we know it when we're online. You, yeah. you know, the minute we get online and, and, you know, like we're starting to make up stories or not be ourselves, we're, we're going down a path, right, mm-hmm. which is really the path of I'm actually so afraid to be myself that I'm willing to uh, misrepresent who I am or pretend to be somebody I'm not. Yes. I don't think that ever works out well, does it? Never. <laughs> 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 Yeah, and that's why I I said as well, as I was doing my profile, as I kept defining myself and defining myself, I you know put my I put that on my profile, and what I found was that fewer and fewer men were attracted to me, and I was I actually celebrated that. That's where women started go you know that's where women get freakazoid because they want all these men to be attracted to them. It's like you only need one. How many do you want? You know, and the more that the more that you can actually get the one that matches you, the better. 
And the, the other point that you were talking about was faith. Yes. And, and that's, I mean, that's huge for me. I'm a, like a, that's why I'm a transpersonal psychology counselor. Yeah. Well, which, yeah. Which means, you know, spirit, it's spiritually based counseling. So it means that there's, you know, something bigger than just you or me or our personalities at play here. And if we actually look at the heart of what it is that we think that we want out of a relationship, we're looking for love. We're looking for that, you know, loving space. And the people, and we're looking for happiness. And the people that are happiest in life are the ones that have faith. They have a faith-based spirituality that, you know, has them be more loving to themselves, to the people in their lives. And they have, they, you know, create great relationships as a result. You know, part of this is you and I have the same one of one of the same best favorite books that we read. It's my go to book and it has been. And uh, I have a lot of them right now. But one of the things that, you know, I did want to talk with you about is the fact that the book is about insight for women who struggle to find lasting love in a world where the divorce rate is higher than it's ever been. Um, and people are, are committing to even writing vows and saying vows that not that don't even say to death do we part or any of that. That is like so old school and passe for mm-hmm. so many women right now. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk with you when we come back what you discovered as your magic formula for putting the punch back into lasting. Let's take a short break, everyone. <laughs> the lime green plastic covered couch. Marion Baker joining me here today. Love the book, everybody. Love the video she has to offer. She's going to help all of us make sure we put that capital L on the word lasting. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. in retirement? It's a question people often wonder about. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the new Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get the real answers you need. Call Jeff Packman Financial Advisor today at 425-453-0272. Office is located at 601-108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800, Bellevue, Washington, 98004. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment and advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, I'm Leslie Fontaine with Sheer Alchemy on Transformation Talk Radio, and here's your tip of the day. Standing in your power should be the greatest thing in the world. Why isn't it? When I ask you to bring an intention you have up before you, something so true and important to you, and you begin to shift toward it, you suddenly realize you're opening your heart and energy in a direction and turning your back on something else. They can be past choices, people, and circumstances you've tolerated for a very long time. In that moment, you do realize how truly powerful you are and that you can do this. But you also realize you might risk something you're not certain you're ready to let go of. Let's give ourselves the gift of our own power. Let's learn to not be afraid of it. Join me on my new show, Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine. And visit me at lesliefontaine.com or call 678-665-3366. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. 
Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Talk Radio. Are you looking for more balance and direction in your financial life? We all have questions. When can I retire? When do I want to retire? Will I run out of money? Is there a better way? All are valid questions, no matter what your goals. Jeff Pakman, financial advisor with Pakman Brown and Associates, a financial advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated in Bellevue, Washington, is hosting an evening to address these questions and more on November 5th from 6.30 to 8 p.m. Call 425-372-4813 for a formal invitation. Hors d'oeuvres, beverages, and parking will be provided. This is an informational event. There is no cost or obligation. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. I dare all of you out there when you hear that song not to be shaking your booty a little bit. You got to be. It's one of my favorite old school songs right there. Thank you, Benny. Thank you. Yeah, send me forgets me. Forget me not. So, you know, I don't forget to remember. Really? If you're in a relationship and you cannot remember and you got to be sent forget me nots, you got to talk to Mary. Got to go to the website. <laughs> uh you know, I, I, I would thank you for joining me here today. The Lime Green Plastic Covered Couch, insight for women who struggle to find lasting love. Uh, for those of you out there, I'd love to give you a copy of the book, 1-800-930-2819. Uh, please go ahead and give us a shout. We'll give you a copy of the book. A lot of things that um, you can find out about Marion, just go to the website. Go to the Lime Green Plastic Covered Couch.com. Uh, and you get to have fun reading the book, but also to gain some insight. And it's not just through the book. It's actually, Marion, through the whole platform you've created. You know, I want to bring the L back into the word lasting. Uh, We struggle in our pop culture with trying to do that. And I commented before the break about how it's so difficult for people to even believe in lasting relationships. And so, you know, I would love to have your insight based on what you put in the book and, you know, what you've come to know for yourself and for the people you actually work with. Mm-hmm. Well, to, I mean, to, to put it into a nutshell, have you ever seen that license plate thing that says, or it's a bumper sticker, it says, don't believe everything you think? Ever seen that? All the time. Yeah, <laughs> don't believe everything you think. Yeah, I mean, what what really helped me is um, learning to question what it is that I'm thinking and what it is that I want. Like again, you know, always go back to the self discovery. But um, you know, I'm I'm a very spiritual person, and I, I 
believe wholeheartedly in what A Course in Miracles teaches because it's my experience in life. And what, you know, what A Course in Miracles talks about is forgiveness. And that's led me to question everything, I think, because the more that I can get into that state of forgiveness, the more I see the things that I think about, you know, what I make things mean aren't real. Right. And, uh, yeah, and so, the, the and I'm not talking about, like, of course in Miracles doesn't talk about forgiveness, like, okay, you've done something. Right, right. And I'm going and to be the bigger person and right. forgive you. Right. It's, it's more like, um, I can get into your world so, to the degree that, uh, you know, I become curious about what's going on for you, what's going on for me, and so that we can actually have a conversation at that level. Right. Like, what's really going on behind, you know, you know like I say, my mom... You know, she she comes into a room and, and feels the need to blurt out. It's like, Mom, what happens for you in those moments? Like, what is it that you feel that you need to, to guard yourself against? Like, what, you know? And so my mom, you know, we've had a few really cool conversations since since um, I've become a counselor. And she, she shares, you know, uh, this is how I grew up. And I really don't know how to do anything else sometimes. And it just feels like the safest way. So it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I've changed from my mom being this, you know, bad old nasty person to, oh, I can really relate to that, actually. So the more that I do things like that, and the more that I just learn to be curious and question, the more I feel actually wanting, I feel closer to people rather than wanting to run away. And I, I had a, an, a, an experience the other day with my husband, because we sit and dream about our future and what we want. And, you know, we talk, he talks about wanting a, you know, cabin away on a ski hill with a fireplace and he wants to he loves railroads so he wants to be by a railroad track and then he asked me what i wanted and i said well I, my dream is to be on have a place on a lake somewhere and he said something like you know we don't need to be on a lake there's don't be lots of lakes and what i heard him say in that moment was your needs don't matter mm. i'm going to get what i want and your needs don't matter and mm. so i started to get angry yeah and huh. then I, then I, I thought, okay. Then I, you know, I, I have, I've had the experience over and over and over again that that may not be what he's saying. Uh, he might not be saying that my needs don't matter. In fact, he's probably not saying that. So I'm going to actually ask him. I'm going to do a check-in. And and I said, you know, this is what I'm hearing you say is that my needs don't matter. He said, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying we'll have a billion lakes around for you to swim in. Wow. Because he wants me to be happy. So, wow. you know, the more I get to to underneath all, and then, I, of course, I felt more loving toward him. So, you know, th- those are the things that just keep drawing me closer is looking at what I'm making things mean and be- being vulnerable and sharing with people, you know, this is what I make this mean. What's what's really going on for you? And, like, I don't want to leave my relationship. I love my relationship. But that's not what it would have happened for me before because I didn't know how to do that. You know, I think part of this, too, I love, I just could sit here and listen to you. You know, um, <laughs> we do let some of our, our, our old woundedness get in the way. Um, and what you just shared was so beautiful because, you know, part of the conversation is, you, you know, where do we go when we are angry? Okay. Now, I don't know about you, but I, I didn't grow up learning a whole lot of tools around that, like, you know, yeah. positive communication. <laughs> right. Did you? Yeah. yeah. I learned that when I'm angry, uh, you know, uh, look, I remember my dad getting a dish of spaghetti and meatballs one day and the meatballs weren't cooked right. And he turned the plate upside down on the table. Now, oh, he wasn't a God. violent man, but he was pretty dramatic. <laughs> right. You know, he wasn't like a violent yeah. guy, but it was like. 
really, dude? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got some drama queen for a you day. You got there. a drama queen for a day. <laughs> uh, so, you know, p- part of this is also learning these tools and learning how to get to that place. You know, don't we have to decide, though, too, who we're actually going to spend that time with to do those and practice that? At some point, even though we're built on, you know, built upon practicing some of these things you're talking about, we have to be able to figure out, am I in this for the long haul or not, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. And, you know, it all goes back to the list I was talking about. Yeah, it does. Uh, how do I feel when I'm with this person? Do yeah. I feel like I do I feel like I'm when I share something vulnerably? How do I feel about their response? You know, I, I'm a broken record about this. You know, do I feel like this person has my best interest at heart? I'd like just you know, parrot. <laughs> how do I feel when I'm with this person? Yeah. Do I feel like they have? You know, I could go on and on and on. And you know, the other part of this is, you know, and this is the, the like I talked to the definition of insanity. You know, if trust <laughs> is really important to you. And you find that you're connected with someone in a relationship that continuously breaks promises or doesn't, you know, doesn't keep a level of trust that is acceptable to you. That's got to be telling you something. I mean, if trust is your number one thing. And you're mm-hmm. not trusting that person. What should we do here, Marianne? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, I say there's two things. First of all, you have to learn to trust. Like, number one, trust yourself. Ugh, yeah. Like, when that person is breaking those promises, you know, trust. How do I feel when I'm with this person? Do I feel like they have my best interests at heart? Yeah. You know, do I feel respected? And, you know, can I, the other part of that equation is, can I ask for my needs to be met here? If this person is this person clear on what my needs are in these moments, like when they are making promises, and like because the person might think that they want the promise, when really they what they want is to not be lied to, regardless of whether the promise what they think they're promising can can be kept or not, and so the the, the person on the other end needs to understand that. And I mean, there, there's always you know that that's one of the things these guys with the future promises. Is you know, oh, one day, one day we'll da da da, and one day we'll da da da, and one day we'll have this. It's like, take what I tell women is take a snapshot of what's actually happening now. Women really want to believe what men say, and I say pay more attention to what men do. Yeah. You know, make sure that if they're saying, "Hey, I really want a relationship, and I want it with you," make sure their actions are congruent with that. Yeah. You know, if they're saying, oh, I love you, but I'm only available nine to, you know, from seven to nine on Friday, my first question would be, well, does your wife know that too? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh-huh. It is really the long and winding road of this. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much for today. Thank you. I have one last question. Um, sure. Thank you for the book. I love it. And also, yeah, what would you like to leave us with? What is your personal message? Um, well, one I have one little tidbit, and that is tell, that I tell women in the book to look at their relationship like a child, because a lot of women look to a relationship to fill and expect the relationship to fill their needs. I want to be loved. I want to feel cherished. I want to, you know, do all these things. But if you look at the relationship like a child, like a third entity that is between you and your partner, and it's a, say you have a month-old child because you've been dating for a month, you actually have to consider that this is you can't get your needs met from this child. Mm. You know, you need to learn for to ask for what your needs to be met yourself. And if you can't get them met through your relationship, figure out if you want, the, if you can meet them somewhere else. 
or you know if it's important to you to have the met in a relationship is this relationship really for you so if you consider this relationship like a child yeah you'll know how much you can depend on that child so say you've been in the relationship for a year you've got a one-year-old on your hand now so oh no oh no not that one wow thank you marion thank you everybody stay tuned we'll be right back Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellnessone.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellnessone.net. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Pat. I know you've heard my friend and colleague, John G. Sutton, on my show. Well, guess what? He is now going to be a regular each month. I know many of you have experienced John live on air and how absolutely incredibly accurate he has been. So guess what? He's going to be joining us every month. For those of you that want to find out more about John and schedule your amazing session, go to psychicworld.net. Don't forget to stay tuned and tune in for John G. Sutton on the Dr. Pat Show every month. Tired of traditional talk? People pontificating about this or that, the left or the right. Sometimes the truth is just all lost in the noise. Tune in each week to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher on TransformationTalkRadio.com, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, as nationally known guests talk about what's important to you, your life, your concerns, and your success. Tune in and turn on to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher. Visit ChuckGallagher.com for more information. Always inspiring and uplifting, Brenda Thine spreads love and light wherever she goes, enlightening, empowering and encouraging readings, Brenda connects with your guides, angels, fairies, and loved ones who have crossed over to provide you with the highest guidance possible to enable you to live your highest truth and maximize your potential. Always light-filled, a session with Brenda will have you feeling wonderful, centered, and ready to take on anything. Schedule your session now at brendathine.com. That's brenda, T-H-Y-N-E.com. Call the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R patshow.com for listening times in your area. Welcome to Smile Big, nominee of Seattle's Top Dentist Awards. Here at Smile Big, we offer restorative, cosmetic, and preventative dentistry. Some of our regular dental services include tooth-colored fillings, crowns, bridges, implants, bleaching, cosmetic bonding, and complete smile restoration. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdener won't be smiling until you are smiling. Call now to schedule a visit with Seattle's Top Dentists. Our number is 425-454-4040. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Talk Radio. 